0: Good morning, everybody. It is time to talk Tao of the day. That's right. This is your host, Martin John. I love you guys. I hope you guys are all doing well. And I am here to present the Dow of the day. This is a recover yourself production, which means that it's my production because <laughs> I am all things recover yourself. Recover yourself is just a, an approach to recovery that uh, doesn't uh hone itself completely in the world of addiction because we are all recovering ourselves we're recovering to who we are we're recovering every little bit of who we are and and that connection to god that connection to the universe that connection to all being that non-dual understanding of the life that we live is what recover yourself is, and the Tao is a huge part of that for me. <laughs> this is the Tao is what introduced me to understanding the universe, and uh, I'm gonna pick just for my Tao for today because no one's no one's listening just yet, and that's fine. But I'm gonna pick number four as my Tao for today. The Tao is like a well used but never used up. It is like the eternal void filled with infinite possibilities it is hidden but always present i don't know who gave birth to it it is older than god you see this is so this is four and four is beautiful and i love it and i love the fact that it says it is older than god because one of the things that i have expressed to some people that have come on and and talked about you know god is that well the Tao, you know god's like a middle manager God's like middle management to the Tao and the universe and all of this stuff. God is, God is just, you know, just this this thing, you know. And yeah, we could consider the Tao God, and so we just can continue going up the chain. But you know, the Tao talks about the idea that like if you can explain what the Tao is, it isn't the eternal Tao. If you can explain God, it isn't the eternal God. And God, as we understand it, at least here in the Western world and and many others as well, but um is this religious kind of Deity, right? This this person, this this thing that you can explain, and we have big books explaining what God is, and, and libraries filled with books about like how to interpret what God is. But if it is interpretable at all, it is not God, right? It is it is not the Tao, and that's why in this chapter number four. Here we go. Daily Motivations is gonna join me. Um, So yeah, we can come back to four and let's see what Daily Motivations says to join. Hello. Hello. Daily Motivations. Are you with me? You are muted. Maybe something happened <laughs> and uh, they will be joining me in a second or maybe not. But um, so I'm gonna go back to four as in as, as soon as Daily Motivations wants to join, please uh, you can unmute yourself and just give me a number between one and 81 and we can talk about your DAO for today. So what four states, and four is pretty short, so I'm gonna go ahead and read it again for anybody listening. Uh, the DAO is like a well, used but never used up. It is like the eternal void filled with infinite possibilities it is hidden but always present i don't know who gave birth to it it is older than god and so as i was talking about earlier like this idea of like if you can explain god oh daily motivation They left. Okay, so <laughs> I didn't. I don't think that I am. I, I think I'm pretty approachable. I don't know. <laughs> Daily motivations. If you are still there and you want to join me, please, uh, please do. Anybody else, uh, you are welcome to join me as well. What uh, I like to do is just ask you guys to pick a number between one and eighty-one, and we'll read that Dow for the day. But as I was saying, uh, it is older than God. The Dow is older than God. So what? i look at often is this idea that and how i've expressed the Tao before is that like god is like this middle manager right and and the Tao is you know bigger than that the Tao is what gave birth to god and and you know i was talking all about this kind of space of like recovery like this is a recover yourself production i talk about recovering to stuff the two that you are recovering to right like outside of the two that you're recovering to outside of recovering from so recovering from is a space that we exist in when we are getting Clear on our thinking. So when we're creating clear thinking in our lives, because we no longer want to live under the influence of something else. So if you are living under the influence of your parents, well, you have to recover from those experiences, build your own clear thinking uh, from that space, and then you can start recovering too with a clear mind. You don't, you no longer have to abide by living under the influence of your parents. Now, if that's drugs or alcohol, uh, which I had problems with, or gambling, or porn and masturbation, or smoking, or or addiction, of course, those addictions very often get into your head and start speaking for you. I mean, how many times have you defended your um, your coffee use? So many people do that. How many people have defended that? Oh, I drive better when I'm when I've had a few, because I'm paying more attention. Mm, not really but you know you can you know know, whatever gets you through the night right like so you can live in that space and that's absolutely fine so in this idea of the hidden is always present i don't know who gave birth to it it is older than god this is the tao and this is the tao that we are recovering to we are recovering to being at one with that which is older than god because we our the i in ourselves is uh this infinite consciousness it is it is all things it is everything it is everything with nothing right you you don't you aren't connected you are connected to all things because it is the only thing and this manifestation that we see and that we experience is us You know, everything from the pen that you're holding to the phone that you're listening to, that is a representation of you. And so let's go through this number four and see what we can um, see what we can what we can draw from it. So the Tao is like a well used but never used up. See, that's the thing. We are constantly using the Tao and it is always there for us. You know, it is always present so that we can be with it. And think about, think about a well. A well goes into the ground and taps into the water that is in the earth. It's just there. And, but when you walk on the surface, you don't recognize that that water is down there. You don't, you, don't, you don't actually think there is a stream running under my feet. But there is a stream running under your experience. There is a stream running under your perception. And that's the Tao. And and that stream is like intuition. That stream are your deep thoughts. Who is moving your arm? Who is moving your eyes? Who is paying attention? That is the consciousness behind the experience, which is being guided and which is being nourished by the Tao, which is used but never used up. And that's underneath the surface like your consciousness is underneath the surface of your body so your body exists within consciousness consciousness doesn't exist within your body your body exists within consciousness consciousness is the um kind of the feminine it's the yielding and the structure the body mind right the mind body experience is the masculine it's the thing it's the action And then what gets used in there is the consciousness. And then as the consciousness yields, it yields to what is even greater, which is the Tao. And that is what drives us. It is like the eternal void filled with infinite possibilities. See, I love this concept of the internal void. So if anybody's here and would like to uh, pick a number between 1 and 81, I would love to chat the Tao with you. Um, And I'm reading number four for myself this morning. The Tao is like a well used but never used up. It is like the eternal void filled with infinite possibilities. It is hidden but always present. I don't know who gave birth to it. It is older than God. So. We are moving on to the line, it is like the eternal void filled with infinite possibilities. So it's like a well, used but never used up, and it is like the eternal void filled with infinite possibilities. You know, it's interesting. This moves into the male-female role again, right? The Tao is like a well in, in its male aspects, and its yang aspects because it is used but never used up right it is it is there is a structure that you can go and you can use it but because it's never used up it is you know obviously not just manifestation it is like the eternal void that is the that's the yin aspect the eternal void filled with infinite possibilities right the the feminine aspect of a cup which is the void inside is what you can put in it. And you can put anything, you can put marbles in it, you can put pens in it, you can put a, you know, liquid in it, you can do all sorts of stuff with that infinite space. But that, is, that void is what yields. And we are connected to that, right? It is, it is here, we are using it. And in the eternal void, it allows us the infinite possibilities. And if we can't live in a space of uncertainty, if we can't be in that yielding space of uncertainty, then we close possibilities off to ourselves, right? Infinite possibilities only exist when uncertainty exists. So for those of you just joining me, this is Tao of the day. Join me to uh, to pick a number between one and 81. And we'll go through your Tao for today. I'm reading number four, which states, the Tao is like a well used, but never used up. It is." like the, it is also like the eternal void filled with infinite possibilities so it's both male and female it's both yin and yang and it yields and um and can be used right like anything that can be used is open to being used and so that's where infinite possibility exists it is hidden but always present you know it is both of these things. It is never, it's never it's never gone, but you can never truly grasp it. If you could truly grasp it, it wouldn't be the eternal Tao, right? That's what that's what the Tao states in other places, right? If you could grasp this thing, if you could um, understand what the Tao is, well, that couldn't possibly be the eternal Tao. It couldn't possibly be. You, right? Like you can't be understand, you are part of the doubt. And, I, and no matter how much I write about you, even if you're six years old, even if you're, even if you were just born, the things that I could write about you wouldn't hold a candle to who you actually are. And all of that stuff that you actually are is hidden. But because you are it, it is present always. And this, we have to recognize this in everybody that we meet, and we have to recognize it in ourselves, because even though that which I am, the depth of that which I am is hidden from moment to moment to everybody else, it is always present within me and always present within the relationship that I'm having. So even though there's deep, deep, deep love and feeling within me. If it's not, if, if you don't see it, it doesn't mean it's not here within me. It is here within me. And I have to remember that just because, just because it is hidden at this moment, it doesn't mean it's not present. So just because someone comes to you crying and distraught doesn't mean that their strength is gone. And we know that when we deal with other people sometimes, but sometimes we forget about that with ourselves. And that's a big aspect of, of what this what this is. Like not only do we have to recognize that the Tao is used but never used up and that it is also filled with infinite possibilities. We are as well, why? Because we are connected to the Tao. We are in alignment with the Tao. And if we are afraid of being used up, if we are afraid of, like, not having a possibility in front of us of of running out of ideas of, of um, running out of the ability to love running out of the ability to connect running out of running out of people to connect to, well, we have to remember that even though those things are hidden, they're also always present and all we have to do is really open up to it. And that's who we are. You know, We are in alignment with the Tao. We are in alignment with, with all that is. So here we then uh, move on to the final two lines. I don't know who gave birth to it. It's older than God. And as I, as I mentioned earlier, when I look at you know, the, the, the delineation between God and the Tao, I always say, well, God's kind of like a middle manager. You know, because God has been so expressed, God has been explained to such a degree that He can no longer, or or she can no longer, or it can no longer be what the Tao is, because the Tao is presented so simply and in such contrast to what God is, right? God is God is you know like in in my terminology and i may upset people god's kind of a bitch, right god god he's he's dramatic motherfuckers like always get mad at people he's saying don't love these people love these people like don't you know and you know oh no you know and I, I was talking to someone one time it was just like well you know god doesn't like gay people because what if we can't continue populating the earth well, well maybe god so what We can't do like the earth doesn't need us to exist and the earth has consciousness the consciousness is going to survive why does it need us it doesn't need us so if god's upset at something well he's just being a bitch. like he doesn't need to be upset about that like he, he can deal with it you know just like we can all deal with it and 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 that's kind of what i mean by like it i don't know who gave birth to it it is older than god like there is nothing in 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 my research and the work that I've done and, and all of the spiritual work that I have accomplished and all the things that I do, I always reach out and say, well, what is the ultimate? And I want to I want to point out because the, the word came to my mind and, you know, penultimate means the one before last. So a lot of people like to use the word penultimate as the ultimate ultimate. But no, ultimate is the end. Penultimate is the one before last. So God would be the penultimate and the Dao would be the ultimate. And God could be Yahweh. God could be, you know, there's a whole bunch of penultimates. They're all, they're all on equal footing. You are the penultimate, right? Like you are God. You hold that within you. Oh, Catherine's gonna, Catherine's gonna join me. And that's a good timing because I just finished telling you that you're God, which is where this ends. And you're wonderful. Catherine, how are you doing?
1: Hello, I'm
0: clapping. You're clapping? I, I did get a clap earlier from somebody and I get to see those now. Like, I think they're, I think they're, they're, they're doing some really good work here on the, on, like now I can see, I can see claps. Did you, do you have the clapping ability yet? On yeah,
1: the app? that's what I mean, I was clapping.
0: Oh, I didn't, I didn't see yours because I don't always look at the screen. But, um, but I did see one earlier, so I was happy. I'm, I'm happy that we can actually interact with people a little bit now and just get claps and stuff. And do do, do, I I want to? I would love if somebody was listening to do a long hold and give me something other than a clap. But, Catherine, you have a number for me.
1: I'll do that next. Yeah. Number eighteen.
0: Eighteen. Off we go to number eighteen. I wasn't prepared. Here I am. Okay, 18 is pretty short, so we'll be able to go through it. Oh, yay. When the great Tao is forgotten, goodness and piety appear. When the body's intelligence declines, cleverness and knowledge step forth. When there is no peace in the family, filial piety begins. When the country falls into chaos, patriotism is born.
1: I remember hearing another one: "What the country goes into chaos, patriotism is born." But it was a different one we read.
0: Yeah, I think I think I, I, patriotism. The, the this uh, this translation, uh, Stephen Mitchell. I think he he focuses when when he focuses on these. Uh, is it, I always look at these as like steps, right? It was like, well, the Great Taoist is forgotten. Step one: the body's intelligence <laughs> declines. What's that?
1: There's clapping. I can see them. I'm all excited. <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> there's all of these. That's so nice. Thank you for the claps, everybody. When when the great doubt is forgotten, and then when the body's intelligence declines, and when there's no peace in the family, and when the country falls into chaos, right? This is a this is a steady decline of yeah. of society. This is a steady decline, and and it all starts. When the Tao is forgotten, which is I, I am here on wisdom helping people not forget the Tao.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm waiting for when are we gonna start doing we need the Pooh Tao's?
0: When I don't know, I I, I never read the Dao Tao of Pooh. So um I, I don't know I don't know how I would uh, I, I don't I don't know what the Tao of Pooh is.
1: Oh, well we'll have to get it at some point. Yeah, Maybe. I
0: think it's a child's book about like being mindful. I'm not yeah. I think that's what it is, and 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 if it is the Tao of Pooh, I can't. I, I mean, unless unless the unless he translated the Dao, like like I I don't. I mean, maybe I can find the translation of, of, of Pooh's Tao. Dao.
1: <laughs> I think um, I, I this one's going to be interesting. Let's hit it.
0: Okay, <laughs> so when the Great Tao is forgotten, goodness and piety appear. Where are you? Uh,
1: yeah, it's with. Sorry. Um,
0: no, it's, it's all right. Don't
1: don't apologize. Your dog's got a right to speak. Feeding time at the zoo. Um, you know, we had one similar like this, but not the same. And um I think it's it's really interesting. It's it's as though I believe that people begin to want to create their own structure of rules on the down forgotten.
0: You know it's interesting like i just read four and i'm gonna go back and i'm gonna read that i don't know if you you heard me Four
1: but... is one that we did before
0: we haven't done four four is one <laughs> that i haven't read yet the Tao is like a well used but never used up it is like the eternal void filled with infinite possibilities it is hidden but always present i don't know who gave birth to it it is older than god so here how we how we end that with it is older than god and then we go into when the great Tao is forgotten, goodness and piety appear. Goodness and piety are these things that are defined, right? Mm-hmm. Goodness, goodness is a definition, and piety is a religious sort of experience, right? It's about devotion. It's about it's about putting your attention towards God, right? So God appears. F- and and creates this like goodness space, it creates this space to this is this is how you act good, this is how you act pious, but really just being yeah. in the Tao and remembering the Tao, you can be present and those things, good, neither goodness nor piety need to exist in order for you to live a rich loving life.
1: I go back to what I said before. It's when people start making their own rules.
0: That's right. You start, you start, you start defining things. What yep. is good, what is bad? Yep. What, is, what, is, what, is, what is devoting yourself to something and what is not? Like, like, yes. yes. I
1: feel like something like that's happening in the world today, but I could be totally wrong.
0: Well, I think we're going to find out that patriotism <laughs> is happening today. So we're we've we, we've gone we've gone a couple steps beyond this. But I I would I would say yes. I mean, we could be wrong. Maybe maybe not. Maybe maybe everybody remembers the Tao, and that's exactly how they're existing. But yeah. I don't let's go true, Let's but... Go, Let's move on <laughs> to the next line. When the body's intelligence declines, and this this is so great for you because I think you talk so much about intuition and the intuition. Would you consider that the body's intelligence?
1: No, I wouldn't. Okay. Cause I consider the body to be a 3d type of thing.
0: Okay. So for me, I look at the body mind as one thing, mm. right? As yeah. like, it's inseparable right the bodies the body can't have intelligence without mind and when the body dies the body still exists but it also can't have intelligence because it has been separated from the mind so the body mind physical yeah yeah So, so if we were to put that in when the body mind intelligence declines cleverness and knowledge step forth
1: i love cleverness
0: yes but cleverness to me leans on the crafty
1: Yeah, that's what I mean. That's why I love it, because it's, you know, it's in the crafty realm. Yeah. Yeah, when they bring up that craftiness.
0: Right. And when you say you love it, like, would you prefer craftiness or would you prefer the body's intelligence or the body-mind intelligence?
1: I just mean, I like the wording
0: oh okay good
1: (laughs) i was like i don't i don't think you (laughs) do yeah i was good
0: good yeah i i I Um, do too because i don't
1: really do like body mind for me is being um be it's too physical for me okay um because that's where people kind of they lean into that that physical a lot though you can feel your intuition physically it is just a way for us to be able to get the message in another way because we we tend to want to be so physical. Yeah. But yeah. if we look at it in like how you're putting it you know I can ride with you on this. Okay. Um but it is very much we we go from kind of making rules for people because, okay, we're not really sure. So we're going to need to make the rules of society because we're going to choose what's good and what's pious. Right And and now, you know, we feel like we're going to need a little bit more guidance here. So I'm getting a little bit more crafty about it. I'm going to create a little bit more structure for everybody to have to live within because I don't, feel like you can figure that out on your own. So I think as humans, we're gonna have to create a little bit more structure because independently, just relying on your own knowing, it's just not gonna work for us, the crafty ones.
0: Right. And, and we wanna, you know, like, yeah, we... we- in order to be clever and knowledgeable like this is this is the in this is the the up uptick of our ego right like we yep. we can control this in in a better way like it's not just it's not just goodness and piety now we want goodness and piety in a very specific way and yep. we know because how to sell that
1: the steps that you follow this is right. the only way that it can be done you know this is this is it you must you must do this
0: right and then once, that's, once that starts to decline, when there is no peace in the family, filial piety begins. Now it's about uh, piety, like this, this space of being, being pious, the space of being uh, devoted to the elders in your family, like being devoted to the people who came before you, the people who created the, the level of knowledge and cleverness.
1: And the community as well. Right. Yeah. And that's like, uh-oh, oh, uh, wait, wait, wait. You're, you're trying to be individualistic. You're stepping out of the box. You're using your own creativity. You're questioning the ways that we're doing things. What's that's wrong right. with people? Pull it together. Right. Uh, yeah,
0: know? and then we, we, force, we force that yep. feeling of piety. Look, remember how we did things before? This is yep. how we want to continue doing it. Yep. Yeah, and then eventually, when the country call it, falls into chaos, patriotism is born.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And patriotism to me is like this forced tribalism. You know, it's like, if you're not part of us, then you're gonna get kicked out. It is this, it is this space of like getting people to react in a space of fear.
1: Interesting. Described um, in, in the Tao or in like reality?
0: In, uh, in in how I see what what I understand patriotism to be it's like when you when you you know like when you're really really patriotic I feel like you're not yourself you are you are you are supporting that craftiness you're supporting that cleverness you're supporting that filial piety you're supporting that goodness and piety right like you're supporting all of those things very loudly
1: Hmm, interesting.
0: That's how I see patriotism. Uh,
1: I think, um, I I don't see patriotism that way. Okay. I I see patriotism um, for, it's more of what you stand for. For the structure that you're used to. Does it if that makes sense? So right. And and
0: I, I think I think what I'm saying is very similar to that. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: for whichever, you know, structure it is, you know, one structure may be very much within this these rules, this is how it is, you know, you're being forced to. North Korea is a good example. You know, that patriotism seems to fall very much in line with this. Mm you know the rules the and then some patriotism is for the the structure that is designed under for no not as many rules the free democracy you know but it depends on i think also what country we're looking at and what that where that came from and how people are, are seeing it so it's kind of an interesting thing isn't it because it patriotism can stand for all the different levels of this this in number 18
0: right and i think and i think what the dao is saying is that patriotism is um
1: can go as far as like north korea
0: yes but but it all like patriotism in order for it to exist starts with the forgetting of the dao mm-hmm. Like starts on a path of forgetting the Tao. and then, and then, even if your patriotism revolves around freedom, patriotism, I think, in in the way I look at it, also talks about it in a way that it's like understood as a like patriotism looks a certain way, no matter where you are. So like freedom looks a certain way because. I'm sure there are people in North Korea who feel like, well, maybe not, like, I can't, I can't imagine people in North Korea feeling like they have freedom. Right. Um, right. Right. So, but, but, um, but under, under the, you know, under the auspice of their, of their brainwashing, you never know what people feel, You're you know, not- like, so, so, I mean. And that is because the Tao is completely forgotten. That is because not only the mm-hmm. Tao is forgotten, but the body's intelligence declines because the Tao is forgotten. And then because the body's intelligence defi- declined, the, the peace in the family has declined, the peace in the community has de- declined everything. And now it is only filial piety. And then everybody calls you know, the great leader or whatever, like yes. their father right and so right. now filial piety begins and then the country falls into chaos patriotism is born
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know and people in that system may very well feel whatever they feel and they're and they're you know like people that work in the government may very well feel free but we don't know
1: that. <laughs> within reason right
0: yes within reason yeah
1: yeah yeah i think it's an interesting thing to look at how patriotism fits in this
0: yeah I think so too. I think patriotism yeah. as a word and as something as it fits here i think it's it's important to to be able to question our understanding
1: yeah yeah i I see it in in more of the 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 North Korea realm of yeah you know um not kind of forced patriotism, if that makes sense
0: yeah and i think i and and that makes a lot of sense, uh, as I was talking about because i I also think. Patriotism, as it relates to the United States, is also forced, but I don't think that um, I don't think that it is forced in the same way. It is just when you get a group of people like waving flags, um, then that could lead people to feel forced into waving flags in in a very specific way, and there's there's rules behind it, and 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 I do think that our country is falling into chaos and and patriotism could be is is being touted from both sides in different ways and um and you know it's it's just interesting to observe uh and especially when we we start this whole thing off with you know when the great Tao is forgotten goodness and piety appear so catherine if you are still listening um, and, um, I would love to hear your r- response to that if you wanted to come back on. Um, yeah, just cause I didn't, I didn't, I, I don't want to just have the last word or anything like
1: that. <laughs> I'll be quick about it. I yeah. have a different perspective and my yeah, perspective please. comes from my mother because she's Canadian. And when she was growing up, they didn't have their own flag. And there, mm. there was no connection to Canada being, being country and, and still even I find, you know, that people are, I'm French Canadian, I'm, you know, Chinese Canadian, I'm, you know, there was no, and sh- you know, she said, and I always found it true going to Canada, especially like the nineties and things that, you know, what had people fighting in, in, um, desert storm, and so I, I had a, a little flag on my car and a little yellow ribbon because I had friends in college that were there. And I'd go up to Canada for the weekend and they'd be like, oh, you weirdo Americans, what's wrong with you? Yeah. And I, um, You know, you guys have soldiers over there that are the same age as us too. Yeah. And so I see patriotism as um, having respect for those who stand up for your country for um, for loving your neighbor, like where I live here in the states, and and coming together as one and supporting um, each other, being able to have the bil- ability to be individual, and for me living in the United States, it allows for that. But I, one of the things she said was, you know, we had we didn't have a flag, we had nothing to come together over, and so we had nothing to bring bring us bring us as one. And to me, that's patriotism. Is is um, when it's about community and coming together and, and having kind of one thing that we all connect over, brings people together. People need something to connect over. And that was something I saw in the and she still talks about that a lot of how, it, you know, there was nothing that brought everybody together Allowed them to be kept separate.
0: And I and I agree with all of those things. Um, I I wouldn't define that as patriotism. And I think that's where our communication is um, is 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 not not breaking down. I think we are communicating very well. But I think that um, <laughs> but but I don't I don't. That's where our disagreement is. Is that like I don't. That's not how I define the word patriotism. I agree and love everything that you just stated. And I think that like, like the thing that I kind of rally behind is the individuals, right? Like is your ability to be you completely. And that's what I rally behind,
2: Mm -hmm. not
0: your, because I rally behind, um, Y- you know, everybody on the planet being able to right. be who they are, whether they're under my flag or not. And, and I want to be able to connect with them. And that's why I think that, that I define that differently than patriotism. But when, in the way that you describe it, especially as it related to like England or, or Great Britain and, and, um, and Canada uh, in the, you know, like, I, I don't know when your mom, I don't know if she emigrated there, if she was born there. and, and, <laughs> okay so so through throughout your mom's life like that could very well just be separate right always feeling separate always feeling on um like like there's like everybody is disparate you know, it isn't, it isn't like we're together. And so I can appreciate that quite a bit because and, then that brings us back to the Tao, right? Patriotism yep. is born. And under that definition, patriotism is born, which brings us back to remembering the Tao because we are all now connected. And then we can go through this cycle again,
3: mm-hmm.
0: right? And, and the cycle brings us up into, into a better kind of, um, into a better understanding of what the Tao is.
1: Yeah, and it's it, the cycle is necessary.
0: Yes, I agree.
1: Yeah, the cycle is very necessary, and you know, I um, and I don't feel as though we're arguing. I think. No, I
0: don't either. No.
1: As as though um, we're bringing clarity to the conversation, and and anyone who's listening, maybe they can see that. You know that I think it's so important, and that's what I talk about with intuition as well. Tell me how you experience it. How do you define it? What does it feel like to you? Because right. that. That's where that's where you meet it. It doesn't mean that you have to define it as I do.
0: That's right. That's right. And I just wanted to understand how you understood patriotism because I was just like, no, this isn't how I'm seeing it. And I'm so glad that you were able to come out <laughs> and clarify because I was like, I don't I don't know how to reconcile that like with my understanding and, and now I do because like I understand and believe everything that you stated, but would not put that anywhere near in my definition of patriotism. And that very well may be because, you know, like um, I I I don't feel connected to my country, right? I feel mm-hmm. connected to individuals. I don't I don't feel like being having been born and raised in Chicago, I always say, you know, I feel much more like a Chicagoan than I feel like an American. You know like and and it's a really interesting sort of uh, oh, that, experience
1: yeah like i've i've moved you know like 30 times and lived in eight or nine states in every corner of the country and yeah. drift multiple times and so and and you know lived in multiple provinces in canada Yeah. and so when people ask me where i'm from i say north america
0: beautiful i love that
1: yeah i'm like from north man they're like okay i'm like well yeah. I don't you, but that's all I got for you. So you know, for me, it's so much about that, and I don't know if it also has to do with um, military. I right. my family goes back. I'm I know, like to the Revolutionary War. You know, mm-hmm. my grandfather was a submarine officer in World War One, so that was always a big thing growing up. Every generation has been served in the military, in the Navy, by the way.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I, you know, like, although one of my great uncles died in World War II, um, we don't, my, my dad, you know, his father left when my dad was two. Um, I found him when I was 30. Mm -hmm. Um, but uh he's he was in spain so when i found him so it was this you know like we don't like my my fa- i'm second generation
2: mm-hmm.
0: so i i my family got here in the 50s you know and um or you know, yeah right around in, in yeah. mid the 50s my, my yeah. family arrived in the united states and so we don't have a history with this Country really like in 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 terms of like photos and other things like my family kind of started with my parents.
1: Yeah, yeah, know? but and then, I, and then
0: I, I found family from there. But you know,
1: yeah. Although I know I know many many people that are first or second generation that are probably more patriotic than <laughs> many Americans. Yeah. So it is kind of interesting how the experience is. But I would say a lot of my patriotism also comes from. Um, you know this the service that that many that every generation of my family has had so it's always been a thread of of us
0: yeah and i think that's beautiful and i think like those are things that i do feel like you know I, i that sometimes i wonder i wonder what that's like to care um, and I know that sounds really harsh, but like, if I were to really be honest about some of these things, it's like, I, 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 I don't, and this sounds really harsh, but it's not, I mean, it's just where I'm at. Like, yeah. like, I don't have that care of just like, I wonder, you know, like, and so I'm always like, I wonder what it would be like to really, you know, like, like there are people in my life that love things and love, love certain things and they have choice and they have, and they, they've made, they've made made up their mind about what their favorite thing is or whatever and it's like i wonder what that's like like in general i i I don't like things to be anything other you know like and and (laughs) really it's it's a really interesting sort of like like to have preference to me is 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 kind of foreign sometimes
1: yeah interesting preference to things yeah yeah i don't know that i have i mean i have a favorite in the moment sometimes
0: but. yeah I, I love just like enjoying that in the moment right now yeah like this is this is where i'm at but i, I remember like being a kid and being asked like what's your favorite this and i was just like i, I, I don't know yeah i don't like,
1: really have a favorite color yeah
0: things like that yeah
1: food unless i'm craving it at that moment
0: right but i was I have, like i want this now
1: but on my desk i have you know because i'm i'm dual citizen i'm canadian and american love sometimes that i want
0: i want to hold a dual citizenship with spain but i'm missing one piece of paperwork
1: oh well i couldn't do it until just recently because the year i was born was not allowed to get it oh Um, yeah it's because you know we're we're just crazy people i guess but um yeah i have them on my desk both flags
0: Mm, that's beautiful and i you know i like that i don't i don't i don't know that i mean i've never owned or thought of owning an american flag really yeah Mm-mm. i've ne- like i have had a spanish flag in my car but i think that was because i was so proud of myself bringing you know going to spain and finding my family you know and 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 i was actually looking at spanish properties today being like yep i'm moving to spain like like, don't know when don't know how but that's happening and i was looking at properties this morning
1: i have quite a few friends in one of my friends from uh she's belgium she lives in spain moved in 2000, 2020. okay another friend that uh is um swedish and he moved years and years ago he lives and strangely enough they ended up moving near one another (laughs) oh wow where
0: whereabouts in spain are they um
1: you know we don't really talk about exactly where they are and we did once but i can't remember anymore
0: spain is spain is huge yeah it's huge it it, it can cover three time zones and it only has one so there's like like (laughs) yeah
1: so that's why i'm like how funny it is that they like less than 20 minutes from one another oh wow yeah
0: well well well, we should talk because i I would love to I would love to especially talk to the, well I mean they're both Europeans, so they were able to move to Spain a lot easier than I would be but but yeah, uh, but either way i would thank you thank you for coming on and kind of clarifying that and kind of moving oh on. no you're this is so beautiful, and I love you so yeah, much it's you're so coming out you're
1: welcome I know, I know, so you know I apologize for being Canadian sometimes, but you know it'll come together. <laughs>
0: You're the best. All yeah. right. Well, uh yeah. Keep clapping for me and do a long, do a do a long hold and give me something other than a clap.
1: Wow, you're really kind of bossing me there. I'm so.
0: bossing you. That's what I will do. You're, I think someone forcing... just did it. I think someone just gave me something, but I couldn't see what it was. It's so.
1: Allison. Oh, she got a heart. <gasps> oh, thank you. So much. You're. <laughs> I was just gonna say, Martin, Martin John, you're forcing patriotism on me by telling I'm me. I
0: forcing, yes. <laughs> Don't do nothing you don't want to do. And I got a thumbs up
1: from Allison. Look at
0: that. That's great. I'm going going I want to do
1: it. Bye.
0: All right. Bye-bye. All right. Well, if anybody wants to come on and pick a number between 181, I would love to have you on. Um, I know Allison was out there giving me the thumbs up and stuff. So, yes. Thank you so much. And look, ooh, you're excited. (laughs) Man, Allison, how was the, first off, how was the sound healing?
3: It was great. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. Wow! It was like, good. Look,
0: like your voice has changed since then.
3: <laughs> it's because I just woke up.
0: <laughs> oh, okay.
3: I, I I have a long morning starter. I'm like, I start slow.
0: Yes, linger, linger.
3: Mm-hmm. My cup of tea and just some sitting in the chair, staring into space is how I start the day.
0: Yeah, that's nice. That's nice. I I I have a I have a I I have kind of like a three hour routine in my morning like that, mm. that gets me up and out of bed and stuff so, lovely yeah um all right do you have a number to start your day
3: um let's pick what numbers are unnoticed maybe the number I have
0: a list of numbers that are unnoticed in front of me actually
3: okay so focus on one of them
0: mm-hmm
3: and we're going between what and what? we're going between numbers one, one 81. and 81 on an eighty one. Seventy-four.
0: Okay, that's that, one of that, them. That's not one of them, but we'll go to seventy-four.
3: No, no, we gotta do one that's just not. 90.
0: I wanna I want I wanna tell you I'm gonna I'm gonna actually go to the one that I was focused on because it's really interesting.
3: Okay. It was oh,
0: forty seven.
3: Oh, okay. So my psychic development is not wrong. It's just I am dyslexic with numbers. I literally am. <laughs>
0: so interesting yeah you picked 74 and I was like wow because I was focused on 47
3: yeah but I max ex- I miss it i numbers go backwards for me
0: that's okay yeah it's it's because uh, it's because energetically they're they're flipped upside down because your eyeball flips things upside down because
3: we're a mirror of, of each other
0: that's right oh look at that okay without opening your door you can open your heart to the world Without looking out your window, you can see the essence of the Tao. The more you know, the less you understand. The master arrives without leaving, sees the light without looking, and achieves without doing a thing.
3: It makes me think of your darkness retreat.
0: Yes. (laughs) Wow, that's a good one, yeah. You know, I'm, 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 it's, it looks like it's going to happen in the beginning of March. So I'm excited about that. It looks like we're, well, we're honing in and it's going to be in Guatemala and it's going to be fun. So <laughs> you
3: won't be missing anything. It's dark in Chicago.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. All
3: fun. right, go through it line by line.
0: Yep. Without opening your door, you can open your heart to the world i'd like to to start this with like there have been times where uh i've been on wisdom and there have been times where i've been connected to people and and as a reiki master and energy healer and stuff i i do distant work and there are times where i can just sit and i can focus on somebody and connect with them in this way that like is is really is real like there's there's and of course you and I know that it's real because we are, you know, non-local beings. We, we, there isn't, we are not, uh, you know, prisoned in this body. We're not imprisoned in this space, like space and all of time doesn't exist. And we understand that. So, so we can connect with people, but I mean, I've had so many beautiful connections where I can just like connect. And I would love to like, just like, even, even in talking with you right now, just kind of like under the surface just connect with you in a just a deeper way between you know like our hearts just connect and that's something that that, that I want to be able to just just
3: touch. Yeah, you know most people get stuck in the physical. Yeah. They they literally think the only way to connect is via the physical, which is uh, not the only way. Can I remember when I It's not even it's not even a good way, really. Um, it's, it's a, it's a, it's, it's a, a way. Yeah. I'm looking for the words. It's like, it's a, it's a, I don't even have the words right now. It's, 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 it's not disconnected, but it's a way that is off an offshoot from the OG connection. Right. It's like a, yeah. it's like trying to feel snow with gloves on. Like, you're right. not going to know what it feels like, really, because you've got gloves on. And you're like, oh, this is snow. But you're not really getting the true connection.
0: Do you know the term straw dog? No. Um, I'm, I'm going to look it up to see if I, I got this right. Uh, a, a straw dog is um, like a stand-in. It's a stand-in mm. for something, right? Mm. Uh, or a straw man or like it's a it's a stand-in for something that is real like like or or like you could uh, like a proxy like you can send a proxy but you won't go right like you won't mm-hmm. go somewhere but but someone can act as a proxy or a straw dog for you and and it's kind of like a stand-in and I look at this idea of the physical like connecting physically as a stand-in for real intimate connection
3: yeah and it's
0: like and it just gives you enough to be like oh this is this is nice and this feels good and this gives me this instant gratification and proof but when I connect with someone whether that you know like that be like a lover that I decide to like entwine with or entangle with like emotionally or, or or energetically or someone like yourself or Catherine, who I have, you know, built these connections and this entanglement with, then a physical, like we were going to physically meet and that would have altered something, but it would have only proven the connection, right? Mm-hmm. Even though the connection is already here.
3: Yeah, for, yeah, for it definitely, it, it shifts it because we have, impress energetic impressions of each other and wisdom is one of those ways in which we can garner a greater energetic connection because we're not with there's a picture but beyond that you have decided who i am based on my vibration and even this picture gives a vibratory representation when the you know when i speak it shows a shadow of the vibration around my it's a halo effect yeah um and one of my best friends that i met I don't know, 10 years ago, we literally only met once physically where I went out to see her in California. That's it. We've only ever met once physically.
0: Yeah. And I don't think, you know, like I think a lot of people have a lot of rules as to what. You know, in order for this to be, uh, you know, like a good friendship or whatever, these are the things, these are the expectations that I have. But I think this doubt, what it's saying is you can open your door, without opening your door, you can open your heart to the world and you can just, you can be there and you can love the world without ever meeting a single person, you could still entangle with every person on the planet.
3: Yeah, and I think it's a good representation of the, you know, how elusive and how how much of an illusion the actual physical aspect is because now we're saying you can connect with anyone anywhere in the world at any time and there's the interface of the digital representation but you got to rely on your senses and in, inner senses a lot more because you've got to you've got to use your intuition you have to use your um you know deciphering skills, um, inner ones to decide, you know, what are the right relationships that you'd like to spend time with digitally because it's, there's a lot of them. But yeah, I mean, I remember when I first years ago, uh, I distrusted when I still distrusted the inner reality, I was still leaning on the external reality to provide my sense of certainty. And there was a woman I connected with who did, um, what she termed to be past life readings at the time and you know she was like just pick a time you know and i'll send you a write-up I'm like i don't have to be there not even on the phone she's like no yeah just you this you know and then she sent me this write-up and it was she had you know focused on a point of time and picked up an energy that i was resonating with it didn't need to it didn't even need to know me yeah. You know, I've got friends who are, who are mediums who are like, you want to read them to your soul team? Yeah, and we go on live stream, you know, the, um, stream which streams to LinkedIn, Facebook, and, um, YouTube, YouTube. Yeah. And that. we don't know the identity of the people sometimes cause it just shows up as Facebook user. Right. And she'll be like, you know, they're like I want a reading for my soul team. So she'll give them a reading. from Like very little physical data and people are like, Damn, that was spot on, right? Look so how? So the people listening that are that are doubting, how, right? They always want to know how does that happen? It's because you're not you're not actually a physical entity, you're a non physical entity, and you live beyond the confines of the door, which is the lens of time and space. And you can connect with any point in time because it's infinite. You just focus there.
0: Yeah, and there is no time. Right. Right. There Time is- doesn't exist. These, these things don't exist. We only perceive them as existing, and right. we have been so. We have been, you know, over the last millennia, really living in our frontal lobe, which uh, you know relies on input and you know it's a very masculine place to be and so we want all of this forceful sort of like proof and like mm-hmm. we still like are constantly looking for proof but you know the Tao is saying here like without even looking at your window you can see the essence of the Tao, and the essence of the Tao is in each and every one of us and so you can feel and see that without without even having to use your eyes once again a a, a big you know a big wonderful aspect of me utilizing this dark retreat is so that i can stop relying on that which is not really telling me the truth.
3: Mhm. Yeah, you know, i it's sort of like in an org chart fashion i was thinking about because our mind wants to replicate these kind of esoteric concepts in a in a mathematical or somewhat presentable way but like you know the i, I am that i am it's like okay. we are literally not even metaphorically we are literally a representation of the one i am and it's a it's a reflection of the individual uniqueness but if you go back up it's like you have a soul and your soul has an oversoul and that oversoul has an oversoul and that oversoul and like in each iteration has infinite numbers of iterations of which you are one Mm -hmm. it's like So you are connected and I am connected and everybody who's listening who even doubts because doubt is confidence in doubt. You're confident in something always. You're either confident that you're confident or you're confident that you're doubtful, but you're always confident. Mm -hmm. So you may be confident that this connection doesn't exist, which doesn't delete the connection. It just interrupts the frequency.
0: (laughs) Right, right. And then it moves on to say, the more you know, the less you understand. Oh God. Yes. You know, like, and even, even with you and I, like, as we believe that we understand or know some of this, really, we live in the uncertainty of it all as well. And by just trusting in the uncertainty and trusting in the fact that we don't know exactly what is going on, we just know that we are connected and Mm -hmm. it's real and it's real. And we just have to accept the fact that it's real because explaining it is just understanding less.
3: Mm -hmm. yeah you know i was thinking about that dark room idea really like shook me because when i think about it it brings up fear because the reliance is on the physical to create the sense of certainty because if i can see it touch it hear it smell it taste it you know then i'm then i'm certain then i feel stable which is a which is a which is an addiction of the physical yes it's the reliance that says if i can you know do these five senses uh, therefore I feel stable when in reality the stability is quote unquote in the darkness. It's like but it within the darkness this and I was thinking about your story about the light um that you saw in
0: Oh, the, in the in the sensory deprivation. But you
3: yeah, but you sort of wiped it away as I I quote unquote created it as an imaginary thing. But isn't this all an imaginary thing? The whole experience. Yes,
0: yes. yes it absolutely is and that was and that's and that's why it's so easy to dismiss just like oh there's just something i created moving on like Mm -hmm. it was a dream just like all of this you know one of my exercises is when i go to bed i kind of recount my day and i go okay that was a dream off to bed when i have another dream i wake up i remember all of my dreams and then i wipe them away those were dreams and then it, that, that allows me to kind of just sit in the presence now. I don't have to live in that which was a dream. Of course I do, and I still have sadness and other things like that, but it's a practice.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's making me think of the countdown on the timer, because when you look at the countdown, what causes people some anxiety is the greater clock, you know, the big clock in the sky.
2: That's the right. countdown
3: clock, and the more we we observe what we are creating, which is the sense of time, the more, Fears and still the more anxiety. I don't have time. I don't have time to do that. I'm getting older. I never have enough time. I'm too busy. It's like time, time, time. It's like it's once this clock is gone, you know, both Martin, John, and I still exist. And when our big clock goes out, we still exist.
0: That's right. How beautiful. Um, I am going to read these last three lines The master arrives without leaving, sees the light without looking and achieves without doing a thing. You're welcome to come back on if you wanna wanna talk about that. So the master arrives without leaving, sees the light without looking, and achieves without doing a thing. What I would uh, look at here is, uh, and and everything that Allison and I spoke about uh, relates back to this, this, this is the thing like so if if you doubt yourself if you have if you reach for something more than is right now you want to leave you want to go out you want to do something you want to leave this moment behind but the master arrives without leaving he arrives here right now with whatever is right now because the master is that which is right now And so he is this app. He is all that is at this moment. He sees the light without looking, just like I did when I was in that sensory deprivation tape, and achieves without doing a thing. Howard, how are you doing?
2: I'm good. How are you, Martin? John? I'm doing very well,
0: doing very well.
2: Uh, It's great to connect with you.
0: It's wonderful, yeah.
2: Yeah, really love what you do um, every day. the Tao is one of my single favorite pieces of work in all of existence um so really appreciate it it's great stuff
0: yeah i I, i've been a fan for a long long time and so i'm really i'm I'm grateful that 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 you uh that you joined me because like Sometimes people join me don't know anything about the Dao. Sometimes people join me and know quite a bit, mm-hmm. or it's introductory or whatever. But um, but yeah, love love being able to present this, and so I'm glad that 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 you uh, you're you're able to enjoy it. Um, do you have yeah. a number that we could we could look at?
2: Um, sure. Uh, let me see. Uh, I'll just the number that's coming to me is 22, so I'll just pick that.
0: 22. Beautiful
2: and that is yet
0: another number that we have never covered on Tao of the day So uh, it's a little longer, but we're gonna go into it and then we'll, we'll, we'll get your initial thoughts and then go through it line by line
1: Okay.
0: If you want to be whole Let yourself be partial if you want to become straight let yourself be crooked if you want to be full Let yourself be empty if you want to be reborn let yourself die if you want to be given everything give everything up The Master, by residing in the Tao, sets an example for all beings. Because he doesn't display himself, people can see his light. Because he has nothing to prove, people can trust his words. Because he doesn't know who he is, people can recognize themselves in him. Because he has no goal in mind, everything he does succeeds. When the ancient master said, if you want to be given everything, give everything up. They weren't using idle empty phrases only in being lived by the Tao, can you truly be yourself? Wow,
2: amen to that. Um, So
0: I want to start by saying, you know, this idea of you can truly be yourself. Like this is what my like recover yourself. Like work is all about this, like idea of recovering to who you are and who you are is a being being lived by the Tao.
2: Right. And so by seeing the infinite self, you allow yourself to express as needed throughout your journey. And I say needed, and this is my interpretation of it. You know, I say yeah. as needed based on um, service, if that's your intent.
0: Right. And, and, and as we go through this, I think we're going to find that that being used by the Tao is our highest um ability and and to be able to get out of the way and 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 that will bring about all that we um all that we desire right like i think here i'm in the united states sounds like you are as well Mm -hmm. just from your accent um so uh
2: we're both from chicago by the way oh
0: look at that (laughs) (laughs) that's why you sound so normal (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah, so so all right, well let's let's go through this. If you want to become whole, let yourself be partial. There's a lot of these like little like if you want this, let yourself well, do this. So we'll go through this pretty quickly, but what's that?
2: So basically to to me that is the idea that because we are in an ever infinite expanding existence that you're never complete in the idea that you've either understood it all that you are have arrived in other words being partial allows you to continue to experience wisdom grow and expand love
0: that um i also want to just relate this back to the bottom of this piece where it's like being lived by the dao if you want to become whole let yourself be partial meaning you are not the only one in control like you are at one with the dao you are here because there is something bigger that is a part of you. And I think that, that what you're expressing is very, very similar. I just wanna kind of bring that back mm-hmm. around in sure. terms of this idea of like, you are not just you, you are only a part of you. And there is a part of you that you will never be. And that is the Tao. Mm-hmm. And that is living. And, and live in, as it says at mm-hmm. the bottom here, you know, only being right. lived by the Tao, can you be truly yourself? And truly yourself right. means you're being whole, but in being whole, you are partial.
2: Right. We do get beautiful glimpses along the way of that oh, expansive yes. infinite, so but, but, yeah. but can never be captured, really. Yeah. <laughs> That's why we have to be grateful for it.
0: If you want to be straight, let yourself be crooked. Mm-hmm. You know, crooked is always an interesting word because I remember crooked meaning the opposite of straight. But when I was a kid, I saw some things like crooked was just like a crooked person. You know, mm-hmm. someone who was bad, and yeah. that's an interesting sort of thing. Yeah. Thoughts?
2: I don't. That? Yeah, it's that's not the connotation I feel about it. Um, mm-hmm. but I can see where you're coming from on that uh, completely. I see it as uh, something imperfect. Um, so accepting accepting the imperfection is your perfection, is your straightness, is how I see that. Yeah, I love
0: that. I like that because because that one always kind of shook me because I'm like you know live on the straight and narrow or like your <laughs> right all of these right. sorts of things and, and and so that that that's that's you know and even though I can step back and be like well that's not really what it's saying I really like the way you kind of put it. If you want to become full, let yourself be empty.
2: Hmm. Well, that goes back to the Zen master story of the the student coming to the Zen master for teachings and the Zen master's pouring tea. Do you know the story? And uh, the the student, uh, I'm sorry. No, no, Okay. okay. So the Zen master is pouring tea into the student's cup. And as he's pouring tea into the student's cup, the student is telling him everything he knows about Zen studies and how much he's learned and what what he has to teach and tell other people. And The Zen master is pouring tea and all of a sudden it's overflowing the student's cup. and, And the student says, Master, Master, I, my cup is full you can't get any more tea in and the master looks at him and he says your mind is like this cup in order for me to teach you you have to empty your cup so I think that's pertains to this line yeah like, I, I agree with
0: that completely yeah yeah if you want like you have to in in order to be able to be filled with anything or fill anybody or anything like you have to allow yourself to be here in the present moment Mm -hmm. without your preconceived ideas of what it is supposed to give you because if you approach this with those preconceived ideas you're already full
2: wow that's I love it that's really beautifully said
0: if you want to be reborn let yourself die and I would love to start with this one because this is this is as someone who has 21 i just celebrated 21 years clean and sober sobriety like and and recovery is such a big part of who i am and and i talk about this the space of like recovering to something beyond recovering from it and this is the idea of like you are being reborn you have to let that who that which you understood yourself those identities that you held on to as Mm -hmm. who you were you have to let those die Absolutely. and 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 without letting those die, you will always hold on to those and i and I do feel like being reborn, you just have to let let that person that you thought you were go because it's not who you were, and it's not who you're going to be, it is who you were it's not who you're going to be
2: yeah, it's not who you have the opportunity to be or 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 what's in front of you and that's i, I not really much to add to that, except I think that um by in my experience being reborn was about seeing more of what was possible and embracing that. And then naturally the old self, which I saw in reflection, didn't serve me, just sort of laid down.
0: Yeah. And that's, a that's, that's, it, you know, death is something that we want to be able to approach with open arms,
2: Mm -hmm.
0: you know, and when we can, when, and, and even, when it's our identity the death of who we were yesterday and we Mm -hmm. could do this every single day and just let who we were yesterday be who we were yesterday and ask ourselves you know in my workshops i always asking people like how many of you like chose to drink coffee today now how many of you actually chose to drink coffee or just made a decision you made yesterday Mm -hmm. exactly you know like who are you today and if you're not asking that question then you're just kicking this can down the road.
2: Right. You know, there's a a beautiful movie. Uh, It's one of my favorite all-time movies that the theme of the film is that death is rebirth. And uh, it's a film called The Fountain. And it's Mm -hmm. this, have you ever seen it?
0: I just, I've seen so many things, but I haven't in a while, so I don't know, uh, maybe.
2: Okay, it's called The Fountain. It's with Hugh Jackman and and Rachel Weisz. And, um, it was a Darren Aronofsky film, um, who I happen to, to enjoy as a, as a writer producer, but the film was so elegantly done about the nature of time and, and birth and death. So anyways, I just came to my mind. I thought I would offer it, but, uh, yeah, it. I'll, I'll definitely, uh,
0: you know, like I'll definitely check it out when I'm when, very, I'm, when I'm up for watching something.
2: very moving film, um, oh, about spirituality. Yeah.
0: And I'm a huge huge Jagman fan, so, you know, like...
2: Yeah, he's he's fantastic. He does yeah. good
0: work. Okay, so the master, by residing in the Tao, sets an example for all beings. That's very, that's just a statement. Okay, good, I'm glad. Uh, because he doesn't display himself, people can see his light. I'm going to let you take that, even though you know, I can, but I would love to hear, hear what you have to say about that.
2: I think when when someone comes into a situation without need, and without judgment, people can receive what's flowing through that spirit. But I think when there's an energy of need, or when there seems to be a sense of judgment or opinion, it blocks a lot of what the message could be. And so I think that um, as it refrains uh, 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 offers to a to a master is someone who has laid down uh, their ego, or as much of it as possible, in order to just be in the moment and to deliver to the moment.
0: And that could happen. Like that can happen to to somebody that has no spiritual, you know, mm-hmm. life or anything. Mm-hmm. They they can just they one day they can just become present to this situation, mm. and people mm-hmm. can see your light. And then all of a sudden, people like someone can be like, "Wow, you're so." You're so full of light. And yet that might not be how their life is because they constantly have to display themselves, prove themselves. But in this one instance, they were able to be seen. Mm-hmm. And, and for many of us, like for myself, possibly you, I know, I know you, you, you wrote the book, I Am. And, and, and so much of the work that, is, that, that we do in that when we are on a you know quote unquote spiritual journey or whatever, however you want mm-hmm. to kind of put it, we're on this kind of quest to be us as much as we can. Um, we, we want to be able to get out of our own way mm-hmm. to such a degree that we can be seen. But in being seen, what we're doing is allowing those who are speaking to us to see themselves.
2: Mm
0: and that's the mm-hmm. light the light is not something that is mine you know here it says like can see his light and his light is actually everybody's light
2: mm-hmm. Very and well that said. is able yeah. to
0: shine through me and you can see it because it exists within you as well
2: mm-hmm. yeah every single person is worthy Damn, of right. Yeah. all of it yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, so, like
0: like the sun's going to shine on the murderer just as much as it's going to shine on the that's newborn. exactly
2: right. You you know? Know? The and the murderer's ready to receive it. Yes, that's, that's exactly right. right.
0: Because he has nothing to prove, people can trust his words. I think that's pretty self-explanatory. Do you have mm-hmm. anything to add about that?
2: No, that's the no need piece.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because he doesn't know who he is. People recognize themselves in him, just as I mentioned Uh, earlier about the light. Right? You don't want to define who you are that way; other people can see themselves in you. Right,
2: right. But you know, it's the old um, Confucius quote: "You know, not knowing is knowing." It's it's being open to the infinite nature, and and being curious to explore that and expand that, and not taking on any definitions that would block what, you, what that light from coming through.
0: And as we expressed earlier, if you want to be reborn, let yourself die. And that's all those definitions and all those things. And that's mm-hmm. a constant practice. That's not something that, oh, I let myself die and then I'm done. And then that comes back to this because he doesn't know himself because he mm-hmm. dies to himself all the time people can recognize themselves in him. So every interaction you have, you can allow that which approached this interaction to die. So you can be present in this interaction.
2: Perfect. Uh, I'm just come back. If it's okay, I just want to say a proper thank you and goodbye. Yeah, Um, Yeah,
0: No, 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 come back on and and we'll finish this and then we'll yeah, we'll go through. Absolutely. Thank you. Okay, so what we have so far is if you want to become whole, let yourself be partial. Um, Oh wow, that was quick! Are you back? If you want to become whole, let yourself be partial. If you want to become straight, let yourself be crooked. And you're back. You that was the quickest turnaround that I've ever experienced. You must have <laughs> quick thumbs, man. Because I was just like everyone thinks about. It was just like wow, this must be someone else. Nope. It's you. Okay, so we don't have to go through it all uh, because he has no goal in mind. Everything he does succeeds. Is where we're at now.
2: Mm, wow that's so great boy you could just sit with that one for a day
0: Um, you know the Uh, idea of everything he does succeeds first off we have to talk about the idea that like the Tao is a space of non doing and so the only things that he would do are things that he was being called to do through his mm -hmm, body mind and and just the the and so all of those things are now going to see because everything he does he does with such an open heart
2: hmm yeah and I think that that comes back to the service thing and it again it becomes back to the non need thing um, interesting part of my work is with um, college and professional athletes that are looking to get to the next level and a lot of what I teach them is that look you can have your goal your desire your want it can be extreme in what you're looking to accomplish um, where the needle can't go is to need because once it goes to need you're putting pressure on life to deliver something to you that you feel you can't live without or you're not going to make it without etc and not, now you're in now you're living a lie because life is trying to teach all of us that we have everything we need and so that's what helps them stay in that creative space and that calmness so it's interesting I think off of what you just said about that line no yeah, goal.
0: you know, it's interesting. I've, I've watched, you know, I, I watched some soccer and uh, football, depending on where you're from. And, um, and it's interesting watching great players um, age in that mm-hmm. game. And it's interesting watching not, not great players, but players who are great, right? Like in their mind. Because they realize that their game the way that they play their game has to change
1: mm-hmm.
2: absolutely yeah right you get a lot smarter be-
0: because <laughs> yeah. because you you can no longer run in the same maybe of the same speed maybe of the mm-hmm. same distance you can no longer be physical um you in in the same way that you were when you were young you you know like and and as they age it's interesting like great players often like and, and and players who are great like they sometimes deal with it differently like you, you see really great young players because they have this cor- courageous sort of attitude about things and they try things that they mm-hmm. would never try before and then when they become old they no longer play that like number nine role really great or that that role in the front like as a striker mm-hmm. or as someone who's you know like and they no longer they they're now hesitant and it's like Mm -hmm. okay well are you gonna change your game or are you going to go to a worse team Mm
2: -hmm.
0: are you going to try and utilize your um, limitations as an advantage you know as an artist I I love limitations I love looking at the idea that like oh if I am making a print I cannot do the same thing as if I'm making a painting. And if I'm making a painting, I can't do the same thing as if I'm doing a drawing or a sculpture. Every medium has its own limitations. And if you don't work within the limitations, if you try to get rid of all of the limitations and just do whatever you want, it's gonna be shit. Mm -hmm. But if you can find a way to be creative, to utilize and tap into your creativity through the limitations of the medium then you will be tapping into that deeper connection
2: right right no it's 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 great i think when you're young and and optimistic and you have your full body strength and ability to do incredible things you don't have to think about it that way you just you just on full blast go and then as your body starts to age as this is speaking from an athlete standpoint, you have to get more efficient. And the way you get more efficient is by using the wisdom of what you learn through your awareness to keep that quote quickness, to keep that efficiency. Um, And so you get older, you get a little wiser about how you play the game in order to keep that greatness or that edge.
0: And, you know, and and this line that we're talking about because he has no goal in mind, everything he does succeeds. And Mm -hmm. what this relates to for me is like, Oh, my goal is to bend the situation to my will, right? Like, like if I'm aging and I don't want to accept the fact that I can't do this, I'm going to continue to try and make it work. Mm-hmm. If I, as a creative, don't recognize that I'm making a print, not a painting, and I keep trying to bend the right. printmaking exactly. process yep. to the painting process, yep. I'm I. I am not going to succeed. But when I let go of that goal and say, oh, there's a limitation. Let me work with this limitation. Let me Mm -hmm. see what this is and then work within it. You succeed,
2: right? And that's that that's being in the flow. That's accepting the truth of change and working with it. Instead of water running up against a bank, it moves off of it in order to keep going. Otherwise, it would end up in a pond and just, um, you know, degrade, right? So, right. uh because it wouldn't move because it was stubborn it becomes yeah it becomes stagnant it becomes
0: stagnant, stagnant right. water
2: right mm-hmm. exactly and when so, the ancient
0: masters mm-hmm. said if you want to be given everything give everything up they weren't just using empty phrases mm. it's like oh this is it right like give everything up give up your identity give up your your uh your need to be proven right give up your um, don't display yourself give up that attention give up being straight being whole being full give it all up
2: that is the essence of true liberation yeah Um, it's interesting this one has been an interesting one as I've contemplated it through the years um, because at the core, we are creative beings. Um, That is a part of who we are as well, right? So there's, 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 there's the spirit in the flesh, the spirit in the flesh. So there's, there's this constant dance we do with the urge to create and, and, and demonstrate and to be. Um, But I think knowledge of that can help in the balance of that, can help in the flow between those two states. Um, unless you know you, you want to be, I guess, maybe just a, 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 a devout Buddhist monk that, that strips himself of all identity and, and, and moves to live in that state of being their entire life. That's what they want to do. Other people want to have a balance between creating, having identity in the world, living enjoying life and yet also being able to go to that space where they can just be and and let everything go so it's a little bit of a dance
0: it is a dance and i think you know like the Tao does talk about like removing desire it's like being here present enjoying what is rather than always wanting more and i think in our society this 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 concept of addiction and the concept of wanting more is really has taken over quite a bit and i don't think being a yeah. Buddhist monk is the answer i think that's 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 escapist and i think I, being
2: i agree with that statement it can be very much escapist yes
0: you know and i think like being here present in the world is where we are but we don't have to over esteem the world Right. we can be here present within it.
2: Yeah, you know, if I could, I just want to add something to that, because again, this is something I've given a lot of thought and contemplation to. And as I look at the word desire throughout history, I really feel like that d- desire is a truly a natural human creative component. I just, I think when the threshold is crossed from desire to need is where suffering enters the picture because we can have joyful desires oh man that would be fun to have that or i love that or that's so amazing i'd love to do that you know there's this natural joy that comes from a desire but it's when that desire moves to i want that and i have to have it and i need that that is is part of the equation
0: of my happiness now
2: yes and i think we have i think words sometimes through ancient text I, I don't know if it's the same as it is today. But anyways, there's just that distinction and that discernment in those two differences, those very subtle differences between desire and need. Because I think it's very natural and exciting and fun to have desire because I, mean, I see that as intention. I see that as um, goal or want. I know goal from the, what we just read in the Tao it means something else. but. I just think when you feel you need that or you cannot be complete, you cannot be happy, you cannot be good enough, that's when it, we, we go into, um, um, uh, for lack of a better way of expressing it, an, a sense of ignorance that causes karma and suffering and time. Um, yeah, you know, and I always,
0: I always like to, I always like to just chime in with this idea that, like, we can't ever let words get in the way of a good conversation, right? Like, and to be able to define your words and be able to understand how we take in those things is so mm-hmm. great because it's like mm-hmm. there's no reason for me to be like, well, no desire is this because it's not for you, and like whatever, like it doesn't matter. But I, I agree completely with what you're saying, and I really appreciate that. And then we end off this twenty-two with the. Only in being lived by the Tao can you truly be yourself. And if you are connected with the Tao and you want something, that want is there for a reason. And that is truly who you are. That is truly Mm -hmm. who you are at any time. Now, we can also go back and say, well, are you allowing yourself to be empty? Are you allowing yourself to be partial? Are you allowing yourself to be all of these things that, and this is where being lived by the Tao, Gets us to keep ourselves in check and and keep those things that that our desires from becoming needs
2: Mm, mm, mm -hmm. Right Wow, yes. Yeah, that keeps it on the other side of the coin versus the one that leads to You know so much of the destruction and problems because it's it you fall into ignorance with need I think that's really the key turning point on the on the fulcrum is because of the Tao, because of universal, unconditional love, because of being birthed into existence and supported every moment to this one, how could we doubt that? How could we lose faith in the idea that we need something when all has been provided?
0: And it's been provided by us in connection with that which is, which is the Tao. If mm-hmm. you want to become whole, let yourself be partial.
2: Mm. So wow. beautiful! Thank you really so good. much yeah. for, for
0: this is such a this was such a good good chapter, and it's the first time that I've covered twenty two on Dow of the Day. So I really oh, appreciate that. Yeah,
2: no, thank you for having me, Martin John. It was really nice to connect with you and chat with you. I love what you do every day. I love your spirit. So, thank you. um, thanks for having I've, I've me. I've connected
0: and... with you on Instagram, and i'd love to I'd love to connect off off channels, and we'll and we'll be in touch.
2: That'd be great. Love to hear a little bit more about your Chicago background. So we'll we'll definitely do that. Sounds Take good. Care. All right. Have a good one. Be well. Bye-bye. You Bye-bye.
0: Well, that is, that was a robust Dell of the day, everybody. I really appreciate you guys sticking around and, and listening and all the claps and hearts and thumbs ups and all the things that I got. I really appreciate every each and every one of you. Thank you so much. Love you guys uh, so dearly. This is a recover yourself production. I'm your host, Martin John, and uh, I work with clients one-on-one and I'm here to help you recover yourself. The work that i do includes my art practice as well as energy work four sessions you'll be off and running and uh everything that you do from this point forward will help you you know understand the dow more because you are enlightened in every way i love you guys thank you so much once again this is a recover yourself production i'm your host martin john and until next time keep recovering yourself